Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights Podcast, bonus edition. Today, we are me and Marty did something a little different. We just got done watching this movie called Willy's Wonderland, starring the phenomenal Nicolas Cage. It's, it, that, there's no words. Marty can't even talk. There this is it, man. It's, uh, it's such a blast. Oh, my God. Yeah, this movie is just bonkers crazy. And there will be spoilers because this yeah. movie is just fucking awesome. I, I was just going to say, man... Uh, if, if you're starting to listen to this and you don't want any of this uh, uh, Shakespearean <laughs> brilliance of cinema with Nicolas Cage ruined, then you might want to turn off now yeah. and then go watch it and then come back to this. Yes, because it's just bonkers crazy. Well, it never did well in the theaters, I don't think. Basically, I'll read the back of the DVD cover right. and I'll, this is what the movie's about. A quiet loner, Nicholas Cage, finds himself stranded in a remote town when his car breaks down. Unable to pay for the repairs he needs, he agrees to spend the night cleaning Willie's Wonderland, an abandoned family fun center. But this, fam- but this Wonderland has a dark secret that the janitor, that's Nicholas Cage, is about to discover. He soon, fi- he soon finds himself trapped inside Willie's and locked in an epic battle with the possessed animatronic mascots that roam the halls. To survive, he must fight his way through each of them. Now, don't confuse this with the horror update film they did a year ago of the Banana Splits. Have I have you yet seen to that? see that. It, it's fun. I, I, I wrote that down in my notes. Like, oh, uh, it's Banana Splits. I wrote down right. Sonny Combs. And, and it, yeah, it, when I first saw they were doing a Banana Splits, anybody who doesn't know what that is, it was like a 70s show with people in big suits. And, uh, and it was a, a fun kids show. And they announced they were doing a movie. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. And they decided it was going to be a horror film. And I just went, um, what? <laughs> but no, a friend of mine got it, and I ended up watching it. And it, it was a good time. Was there like a Nazi but, hippo in it? Ah, uh, no. Or no. a German hippo? And some German, yeah, yeah, something German. Something, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, honestly, Willy's Wonderland is more of what I wanted banana splits to be. Yeah, it, ha- it, has, it has ties. Like, if you like play that video game five nights at freddy's right it's along that line that's kind of i think what the whole movie is based off of but right. it's that much and, better uh, than five nights at freddy's with, with like just the the creepy memories of like early Chuck E. cheese and places like that or giggle bees in sioux falls in sioux falls man. With that coyote uh, on the tricycle that was yeah creepy. whatever that thing was it was yeah it was, like, like it was a, supposed to be a coyote, coyote or something yeah it was tricycle. just creepy as hell yeah they had a great arcade there though i will say that yeah luckily the place is tore down now yeah oh yeah no it's long gone Chewed up by the mouse of Chuck E. Cheese down there. The biggest thing we're going to theorize on, I have the biggest question about this whole movie is like, what is his backstory? Like, Nicholas Cage's backstory. See, like, like like the the, first thing I wrote down, dude, this is Nick Cage playing the exact same dude he's played in like three fourths of his movies for the last 15 years. Mysterious loner has some crazy backstory. But you never find out what it is. He just comes in and is badass. Mm-hmm. And my opinion at, at this point, honestly, is Nicolas Cage doesn't have a script. Half the film is them just filming him being Nicolas Cage doing crazy shit. And they're like, well, write a story around it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And if you really want to get the full effect of this movie, you should drink some Mood Juice Red Velvet 
oatmeal stout. Oh, this stuff is so good. Yeah, it's uh, made out of uh, Marshall, Minnesota. We are not actually in league with them. No, nope, but we're not. Uh, we're not. We're just. It's it, a damn, damn good beer. It it tastes like chocolate cake. Yep. It is like, absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's so good. It's your birthday. This one. <laughs> it's just like it's. Uh, <laughs> it's it's gonna be in there. Like I yeah. said writing notes down with this. I actually wrote down the song "It's Your Birthday" is going to get stuck in your goddamn head. It will not as much as say Silver Shamrock from Halloween Three because that was just in there? way too catchy. Oh, that wasn't in there, was it? No, not no. in this, but in in. <laughs> but the discordant way they say it's your birthday. Uh, yeah. It's gonna stick in your head. Oh, it is. Uh, it, like, like it's I like said, good night. It's no more. Fuel. It's no more. It's not as good as uh, you know five more nights till Halloween. Halloween. Oh yeah, from yeah. from season of the witch. But it's goddamn right up there, man. So, it, it really is. So what clues did you pick up to what his, what his possible backstory is? I honestly don't have a goddamn clue. I, it's, My, I think he's basically, I think he was a vet because it showed right, the dog right. tags. He's some, from some military branch. I think his family was kind of a victim of these cult that possessed these animatronics. Oh, okay. And he came back. Cause they, they show, if you watch the flashback scenes, right, right. there's always showing one boy there's always oh, one yeah, boy in the yeah, same yeah. theme i think that's actually nicholas cage oh and he's just coming back for revenge he went in the military after his family was murdered by these guys right. he knew he was being set up because he he only said one word throughout this whole movie nicholas cage only has one word if they were literally by, one word they must have paid him a lot for this one word and that one word was god yeah. when he was playing that pinball in the first pinball game and he lost yep now that I, I will say this as, as an overall, not just with this movie, Nicolas Cage in all is not a very good actor in my opinion. But as per se, that was my that was my son that just popped out. He's like I didn't even see him. He came out of the corner of the eye. And I'm like, crazy. what the hell? No, as, as I was saying, man. I, all in all, I don't think Nicolas Cage is that good an actor. But. I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's a cool guy, and and like he's always played quirky characters, and I think some of that is who he is. But the last ten years or so, I think a lot of these people have figured out the best way to deal with Cage in a film is to just let him be batshit crazy Nicolas Cage because it's what he does really well. Oh yeah, it like, is uh, going back to like Mandy from a couple years ago. If you haven't seen it, I have not seen that yet. So absolutely, don't nutty. ruin it for me, or I'll kill you. Oh no, I won't ruin anything. But it's just absolutely nutty, crazy to the point where even at the end of it, I was like, uh, I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but this is a good, good freaking ride. Oh, and, it is. You know, and Color Out of Space, another fantastic film. Uh, based yeah, off Nicholas of, Cage. Uh, yeah, HP, based yeah, off an based HP off Lovecraft. Lovecraft. But yeah, no, uh, Willy's Wonderland, man. It, it lived up to everything I wanted it to be. I it's think, just, it's personally, this, I think his character right. had OCD, too. I mean, oh, seriously yeah. OCD. Yeah, there is a lot of like weird little things that he does. Yeah, it's just like, like why, why? He takes, uh, the, the best scene, I think, is like, his, he looks at his watch, looks at this girl that's one of the surviving girls, and he's like, hands her a knife, and as this other animatronic's coming to fight him. Yeah, it's, it's like every it's, it's hour. It's like break time. Yeah, every hour he has his alarm set to go take a break. He drinks down his punch energy drink yep. and plays some pinball, and literally they're just getting ready for this big fight, and the alarm goes off, and it's like, oh, what's oh, he going to oh. do? And he just looks at it, looks down at his watch, 
hands a knife to the girl and walks out because, man, it's fucking break time. Yeah. And he goes plays some goddamn pinball. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. Honestly, it's the most reminiscent of almost like 80s cheesy B movies that are just fantastic to watch yep. that I've seen in a long time. Oh, There's yes. a lot of them that try, but they just end up being crappy. But yeah, I mean, th- this harkens back to uh, fun things like the stuff and, and stuff from like my experiment, My science oh, experiment. Yeah, you know, where it's just kind of that wacky, you're not quite sure what's going on. It's not super high budget, but... It's, it's, it's a lot, really a lot of fun, and it's just a blast. You get done watching it, you're like, "Oh man, that is a wonderful hour and a half." Yes, that's like the, uh. this is gonna be like a year. This is a movie you can buy on DVD. I'm serious. If you like, still collect DVDs, I don't know how many people do, but right. add it to your DVD collection because it's something your kids will eventually when they go enough. What's this dumb thing? It'll scare the crap out of them. Right, you gotta watch. Me and Marty things. are kind of jaded. It takes a lot to oh, yeah, really yeah, scare yeah. us in a movie because I'll tell you a story. The first time I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. Guess oh, where I first. saw the first one? I was like junior high, I think, when I came. I was like eighty-seven yeah. or something. Came out. I was I like eighty-four high. actually. Oh fuck, I'm old. The earliest. But one. I'm just saying, guess where I was and where I watched. Just take a wild, random oh, guess. Man. Did, did you get to enjoy it in a drive-through? Because that would be great, like a drive-in movie. I wish it that was. I wish it. My answer would be as simple right. as yes. I thought a drive-through. I saw it. Get this at a church lock-in. What? Yeah, at a church lock-in. Oh, a no. youth church lock-in is where I first saw Nightmare on Elm Street on VHS. Is, is it one of those where they're like, we're going to show this to the kids and show them all the evils of being a sinner? Or were they just clueless? They were just clueless. Like, the adults at the time were just clueless. Oh, my God, Some of the kids awesome. asked, can we get scary movies? Well, the adults at that time were totally clueless to this movie. Oh, man. There's the wow. violence, the nudity, and the oh, yeah. blood and gore. <laughs> Especially yeah. that bed scene. Yeah, Right, right. Yeah, Johnny Depp getting sucked into his waterbed, which yeah. then turns into the blood geyser fountain. Yeah. One of the greatest things ever. Yep, I saw that at a church youth lock-in. Oh, man, that's nuts. And the only other, that's, that's the first time I ever saw it. It traumatized me. So I'm like, what kind of church am I going to? Oh, right. <laughs> and also they had lap pants, uh, Labyrinth there with David Bowie. Oh, oh fantastic movie. Yes. Uh, I love that movie. But that was kind of overshadowed by Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, God, yeah. I mean, like, it, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I thought it was weird when, when, like, the church camp I had to go to for, like, a weekend retreat showed us some kind of wonderful, which is, you know, teen drama romance thing. But it had, I don't remember even who was in it. It wasn't James Spader, but it was some of those people like that. Uh, but there it had sex and language, and, and that was their reason for showing it to us. It was new, and it was to teach us, how, see, how you're, you don't want to be like those bad kids on there. It's like, I kind of do, because she is hot. Yeah, and she's got nice It's like, what? No. What a horrible excuse to show us this, because that's not the message I got at all, man. <laughs> yeah, one thing you notice, too, when he's fighting these creatures, I noticed this right away. Like, the first creature, this animatronic robot he fights, he's just grunting and screaming away, just yep. beating the shit out of it. But the further on he goes, you know, it's like it's like, it's like with any movie. In the first, like, like sci-fi movie, let's, I'll use this as an example. Yep. The first scene they shoot, fight in the aliens, it takes like 3,000 rounds to kill one bug. And by the last scene, it takes one shot and they're dead. Right, That's yeah. the way he progresses in this, <laughs> as he takes them on one at a time. First one, he's like... <clears throat> Oh, oh, yeah, bunch it's of time. effort, man. He, it's like, then like, after that, it's like, gets to the last guy, doesn't even grunt once. He just uh, whoops his ass. It's so good. It just, ah, uh, everything about it is so much fun. It really is just a blast of a film. Yeah. I like, even, even uh, from like a, 
cinematography point of view there are certain sequences where they do kind of the slightly angled offset camera yep which you, yep. you don't consciously notice unless you watch a lot of movies like me yeah but, but yeah it kind of gives you that uneasy feeling i mean even games like uh, the first resident evil was notorious for doing that kind of thing and it does it kind of sets you up because it throws your balance off a little yeah. bit, and it makes you like, "What is going on?" Yeah, what, what's you actually tilt your head to kind of yeah. go with it. It makes you get more into yeah. the scene. But there's a lot of those little things like that in there. I was like, "Oh man, that's really, really good, really, really, really so good." I figured out the energy drinks and the deal with his watch. Probably OCD. Right. What was the best death scene? The bath. Ugh, we've been drinking, as you can tell. The best scene where something died. Uh I gotta say the gorilla man. Yeah, it's probably my favorite fight in the whole movie. I Curb mean, the stomp from hell. Uh, the, the creepiest <laughs> monster, in my opinion, and it shouldn't be, but is the siren, who is actually the most human-like. She was just the creepiest. Everything yeah. about her was creepy. Yeah, yeah, there's like the big chameleon alligator person. Yeah, I mean, the gorilla just amazing. Yep, oh, just yeah, straight just, up curb stomp. Right, just a flashback to a good prison movie. <laughs> curb stomp his ass. Be done with it. Oh, right. And I, I would say even like the the t-shirt thing, every time oh, he yes. kills someone because he, he he's he now an employee, he, he wears a Willy's Wonderland t-shirt. Well, everything he kills ends up splattering with blood and all this stuff. The next scene you see, he's gone in and changed over to a new t-shirt, yep, so he's, he's all cleaned clean up again, and washes his hands. Uh, it's just crazy. But the movie could have been really short if they all just ganged up on him at one time and done Oh, it. yeah. But that's, that's no fun. I know. See, but I just like how a lot of movies have problems with continuate continuity of like a oh, scene yeah. from one scene to the next. Yep, yep. Well, I noticed one right away. Did you know what? What did you notice that didn't quite line up with the rest of the movie? I'm not sure. In the very first scene where it shows him in the mirror, he has a bandaid on already. Oh, did he? I didn't. Yes, yeah, so he had a bandaid on right away. Then he got in a fight with that ostrich right. chick. Then she scratched, and then he put a piece of duct tape over it. Oh, I did not even notice that. Yeah. I noticed the the first couple uh, punches he threw away, there were still only two, and he was already on like four or five yep. in the garbage. Like, do they just use the same shot? Which they may have just done. Yeah. I mean, it's cheaper than constantly throwing him. But them are just the little things I was nitpicking. I was just watching it one right. time. And I was wrong. What I thought was Nicolas Cage on that movie push in the back was actually that night, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was, I'm like, I yeah, paused it. I'm like two minutes into it, I'm like, what is that? A, is that Nicolas Cage in a yeah, movie poster? Is, is that one of the old movies? <laughs> no, but it was just that nightly dude. Yeah, I was looking for that later when they were in that room. Yeah. I was like, "What was that?" And then yeah, it was a uh, nighty was, night. Yeah. No, but if you guys get a chance, please watch this movie. I don't care if you. It's to me, it's going in my collection of movies. I got weird movies, but if you do watch this movie, it's good. Oh yeah, especially if you like schlocky. Fun horror movies that yeah. aren't all serious. Yeah, it's intentionally Goofy. Uh, cheesy and, yeah, cheesy, and yeah. B level, but uh, the effects are actually very good. Oh yeah, I mean, really yeah. for well, what the, it is. Well, the last scene where they killed Tito the Turtle, that was kind of <laughs> the effects weren't that good, but it was like a good practical effects. Oh it was yeah, really good. Yeah, a lot of good. There was no effects. CGI all except for like with Tito the Turtle. At I the think end. I think the very first fight with the ostrich, some of that was. Because there was just weird movement to it. Sometimes. Oh, that could have been, yeah. But, but it, it's very subtle. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really good. Now, as you were saying earlier, with getting it in your DVDs, I don't really buy movies that often anymore. Only certain things that I'm like, I have to own this, 
or something I haven't been able to find somewhere, and I finally get a hold of it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get a copy. Well, yeah, this is one I'm definitely going to be buying. I, I've held off on it, but I was like, uh, I don't know. But yeah, no. I, then I said, we're going to watch this, and we're going to yeah. talk about it. And He's like, like okay. I wanted to watch that. No, I, that's definitely one I am going to have to be picking up to throw on the shelf of cool stuff. Because, yeah, it's just a great movie. Now, once, we, once we get a studio and we get out of my basement, that will be going on the shelf, like, right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing, too, that, like, if you look at it, well, we looked at it afterwards, and as soon as I looked at the box set, I'm like, there's two things wrong with the box set, right. the bo- DVD cover. First one is the Band-Aid's on the wrong side of his face. Right. I know, like I said before, I'm being nitpicky. And there's one character missing from the very scene in the front of the DVD box, yeah. which I think sets up for a sequel. There could possibly be a sequel. Which could I, I would I would like a little more uh, backstory on. They may know, even actually have a prequel. Uh, they'd be, yeah, like yeah, again him and a prequel and um, right. No, it's a uh, it's such a damn <laughs> fun movie. Oh yeah, it's probably the most fun movie I've watched in a long time. Actually, that I haven't. It isn't something I've already seen. Yeah, but yeah, it actually harkens back to things kind of like uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I've seen that so long ago, I forgot what that movie is. Right, I was actually thinking about. I heard a bad rumor they're thinking about remaking it. Uh, I had heard that too, and that's one of those I think is just a bad idea. Yeah, it's just it was, a horrible. It's, idea. it's it's a straight '80s movie. If you take it out of the '80s, oh, it's yeah. not going to cross over well. Everybody's no, like, "Why is this happening?" Yeah, but again, it, it's it's cheesy, corny, b schlock, and and it's beautiful for it yeah, oh, it's yeah. so much fun because of it and like i said i think this is the first one that's gotten it right yes in a long long time because there's a lot of them that kind of try to put that out but it just doesn't work well none at I, all i think i i want to say there's one i can't come to my brain's like fog right now but right. there is another 80 types movie that came out recently it was set in the 80s by it was actually pretty good i don't know if you've seen it or not and i can't think of the name uh. See, we're just we're, we're definitely recording this right after we watched. The oh movie. yeah, like we just got to watch the movie like seventeen yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, I was say about fifteen minutes or so, yeah. and we're just recording this right afterwards with our first impressions of it. All right, and just kind of going off and saying yep. whatever. But yeah, no, it's a it's definitely a solid watch, and yeah. there's I I can't say enough good things about it. If if you like Nicolas Cage being batshit crazy, Nicolas Cage. It's it's gonna have everything you want, man. It's just yeah. him on point being. Crazy. And there was and there was really no plot holes that I seen. No, all except for you have this mysterious stranger because the girl, the surviving girl, you get her right. backstory, but that's kind of told in flashbacks like, yep. a little bit yep. before you find out the full effect of her story. Right. But the other five kids are just like teens, yeah, angsty teens. Yeah, but they're they're the, the cannon fodder. They're, yeah. they're there to be killed. And yeah. you know that going into it if yeah. you've seen any kind of movie like this. The, <laughs> but the, that's the only thing out. I got. None of them the, are going to make it. But with the plot, that's the only thing I got is the back, there's a complete story there. They oh, fill yeah. in the, 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 There's nothing like that really misses like on most some movies that are kind of schlocky like that. Right, they're like, right. why didn't this happen? Yeah, it? this didn't make any sense at all. The movie made sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, it's actually kind of a pretty brilliant take on on how they did it too i do like it i I like how they did their story with it oh yeah i mean it i mean it's silly but it 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 makes sense in the context of the world that they're running in you Mm -hmm. know yeah no it's very good now similarly uh mandy they do the same kind of thing you know there's a whole backstory behind his character no idea they never clue you in you just know he's a badass 
You know, and you're just like, oh, okay. Where'd this come from? Ah, you don't get to know. You're just going to go watch him do badass things. Oh, yeah. And that's what you're there for. You oh, know? yeah. Some violent blood and crazy he's got, Nicolas he's, Cage. Nicolas Cage has gone so far from Racing Arizona, his first oh, yeah. movie. I think that was his first movie. Uh, he did some before. That was his first big one because yeah. he did, like, uh, was it Vampire's Kiss, where he thought he got turned into a vampire. Quirky weird. It was oh, like mid-80s. 80s. Yeah. And he did some other stuff like that. It was his first big, big film, I think, yeah. that shot him up. Yeah, but I think he's working his way. Like, after all the National Treasure movies, he kind of oh, disappeared yeah. from the limelight. Yeah. Now, I think with these small, he's doing a lot of more independent movies. Right, and stuff I think, he wants to do. Yeah, and I'm thinking that's going to raise him more into the limelight than some right. of these actors because he's got his background. He's, like, doing all these quirky, low-budget yeah, oh, movies because yeah. you know he didn't get paid much. And it's one of those where I think he is one of those guys who's gotten to the point where he's got enough money where he doesn't have to take roles and he does what he wants to do. Yeah. If it's a quirky, weird story. Cause I mean, he, he is himself personally is a very big comic book guy, which I can see in a lot of the characters he's been playing have kind of a either anti-hero or superhero kind of vibe to them. They're yeah. a little bigger than life. And that's, you know, the kind of thing he likes and he doesn't do it. I think for money, cause none of the last three films he was in, did tons of revenue. No. I mean... But they were just good. Good films. Yeah. But I think he's one of those that has hit cult status. Oh, yeah. Same as uh, Ash. Oh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super underrated guy. Yeah, funny, also, funny, funny, funny dude. Yeah. He's yeah, actually no. been to Sioux Falls one time at the Barnes yes. & Noble there, and I missed him by yeah. about two yeah, hours. So did, so did we. <laughs> yeah, two hours I missed him by. It sucks. Yeah, I think that was uh, when he was doing his first book. He yep. was doing a book signing down there for yep. it, which is fantastic book if you've never read it. Is that the Cool Side of My Pillow? No, no, this was even before that. I think that was the uh, uh, Confessions of a B-Movie star, oh, I think yeah. was his, his first one. Yeah. He's put out like uh, three books, I think, oh. and they're all super interesting. If you like Hollywood behind-the-scenes stuff and you like, like Sam Raimi's stuff and some of the stuff that uh, Bruce has done, really interesting reads. I don't read a lot of nonfiction I mostly read fiction, but those I made an exception for. So it's like, it's, it's fucking, it's Ashley J. Williams, man. It's Bruce, it's Campbell, Bruce man. Campbell. You gotta be on there, man. It's oh, yeah. Evil Dead himself. Exactly. Shopping smart. That shops man. smart. <laughs> this is my boomstick. That's right. Uh, <laughs> it's such a great guy, man. Yeah, I would have loved he is, to I would him. have to say, what, we're, now we're down to Bruce Campbell, but right. Bruce Campbell no. is pretty much the guy who brought, who was another schlock, who brought schlock movies back back into the mainstream like oh, Army yeah. of Darkness yeah and now the movies he had the series on HBO I think Army of Darkness was it on HBO oh yeah, yeah it was on Stars yeah on Stars yeah, uh, he Ash brought that back Evil into Dead. the mainstream and now they're actually because I'm telling you right now the remake of Evil Dead sucked I, I liked it I did it I, I see but I'm, I'm from that camp where I like the, the cheesy right right it was funny the guy the chick where she rolls her head around her shoulder as she's dancing in the well, forest see that was original. actually from 2 oh because Evil Dead 1 was actually more straight-up horror. Mm. Evil Dead 2, like the first half hour of it, is a retelling of the first Evil Dead. Okay, yeah. Where they yeah. added in kind of more of the humor. Yep. Where, where you know, he blows his hand off and he catches it and puts a farewell to arms on top of it. Just little cheesy jokes yep. like that. Yep. And that's, I think Evil Dead 2 out of the three of them was probably my favorite because it's a perfect mix of horror and comedy. No, Whereas Army of Darkness is more straight-up comedy yeah. <laughs> with, you know, fantasy stuff to it. Yeah. 
And it, it's beautiful. It's such a fun movie. I wish they would have kept the original theater ending in it, the original oh, director's cut ending, yes, yes, instead yes. of changing it to where he ended up at Esmark. Yeah, the other, the other ending was much better. Yeah, or it's just, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I didn't great. say the words right. And I'm yep. like, yeah, fuck. Klaatu, Verata, Nikto. So I said it. What do you know? Okay, now since we're on this, I'm going to ask you a piece of trivia. You might know this. Where are them three words mentioned first in a piece of literature that you have read? Now, I know where I first know them from. Where? Is from uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's the words they actually used in that film as the uh, code word to stop Gort. Okay. Was uh, Klaatu, Verata, and That's in a movie. I said film. Yeah, what piece of the literature I, I know you have read, and I, I have I read, have, and I don't remember what it is right now. It's the first Dragonlance book. Ah, uh, yes, with Fizbin. Yep. He says yep. them three yep. words. Which I, we just I lost everybody here because they're like, like these guys are a couple giant nerds when they've been drinking. Well, yes, they, we are. Man, we are when we're not drinking. Oh well, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm trying right, to blame just, the alcohol on this. Come on, right, work with me. Work with me. Out more. Yeah, no, uh, Nicholas Cage. Like I said. Buy this movie. Yeah, you've support, got to get this. If not, if just buy it and support the director that made this movie, the, the guy who wrote the script. Right. And not for Nicolas Cage. Do it for the small director, because this director, I didn't even catch his name. I didn't even pay attention. Right. But the director and the guy who wrote the script, they deserve an, at least nods for this. Right. If you buy this movie, they get that 25 cents. Yep. But yeah, still, yeah, they get their revenue off of that. Yeah, they're that's worth it. And I mean, even if you're a Nick Cage fan, get it. He was one of the producers on it, which means he put money into this too yeah. because he believed in this project. And it's yeah, a good level, project. It's, and it's it's damn good. I could definitely see them doing some kind of spinoff on that. Yeah. I, I don't know if financially it, it's one of those. I, but we're also not dealing with a major studio either. Yeah, you, know, which... <laughs> you got to tell them what you'd like the name of the studio. <laughs> I know you wrote that down, but I didn't. I didn't actually Basically, what the actual it's a, studio name is. The studio's like, uh, name, the bottom line, was Chicken Soup for the Soul Movie Productions. Yeah. <laughs> and it was and like it was blood like, and wait. gore, and I'm like, what? And every one of them is like, what? wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I was well. I mean, I guess I feel better after watching it, so oh, yeah. I can't really complain. Yeah, man. It was chicken soup for this whole. No, everyone's soup is a little different, man. Mine's a little spicier and a little bloodier than others, but <laughs> you know, I I thought it was fantastic. So, have you got anything else, Marty? Or we're gonna? This is just a really short episode. So. It, it is. Uh, I I would actually like to occasionally do something like this where we hit a movie and we're like, hey, we're gonna come on and just kind of shoot the shit about it, kind of hype it up. Maybe something that's old that people don't know about or haven't seen in. Oh, forever. we're gonna do one with the redhead, we, just so you folks know. We we're gonna do one with my son, the redhead, and we're gonna. I get, we, me and Marty already got a movie picked out for him, and that he has never seen. And I am. Well, that's not true. We might have seen it when he was a kid, right? Because I subjected him to this movie, but. right? And like I said, I'm psyched because I haven't seen this movie in probably twenty some years myself. No. So there's a lot of it's gonna be. No, we ain't going to say the name. We'll, we'll just pop oh, yeah, on with the bonus episode, and you'll say, what yeah. the hell are you talking about now? So, but if you have any ideas for us to do movies like this, email us at eothpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a movie you want us to watch and talk about incoherently for like a little that, bit. Yeah. And we'll tell you, honestly, what our opinion is of it. All right. If we haven't seen it and we like it, we'll tell you. If we don't like it, we'll tell you that too. <laughs> I mean, odds are good because... I watch a lot of movies. It's kind of actually sad when when I kick back yeah, and see I, I, how much TV. That's only like I a, spent. that stand over there's only like an eighth. I got like oh, three yeah. totes full of just, DVDs. 
it, it's actually kind of depressing when I look at how much time of my life has been spent watching either shows or, or movies. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, man, look at all this cool shit that I know that doesn't matter to anyone yeah. else. My <laughs> wife says the same thing. You have such worthless knowledge. You say, hey, if I ever got on Jeopardy and they ask really weird questions, I oh. get them right every time. Oh, God, yeah. Now, <laughs> I don't know how much trigonometry and shit has been kicked out because something new comes along, and I'm like, I need to know all about this. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not even sure how much math has been kicked out just to... Uh, well, Keep math. straight to the, the genealogy of, of the X-Men from 75 till now. I mean, <laughs> those are the things I find important, which is sad statement all on its own, but oh, yeah. it's there. All right, so again, I'm asking. That was definitely from South Dakota because we keep going and going. Uh, have you got anything else, Marty, or I'm going to close I, it out? I don't, man. That was, uh, that's it. Just uh, check that film out, man. Check us out. Yep. Instagram. In. Email us a story if you got it, and I'll finish it off with our quote that's going to be normal at the end of this podcast. Right. Fuck normal. When is normal ever want a goddamn thing? Bye.